Listening to the Cannabis Hangout. Two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with the community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while, while we, we break, break it all down. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm Saba. And I'm Brannon. And we are your hosts of The Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we are super excited to interview someone who brings a unique spin to the cannabis market. When you've been using cannabis for a while, you naturally get into all the accessories and gadgets and naturally dive deeper into the culture as well. So on today's episode, we are diving into someone who's behind the accessories. So guys, please welcome Amir with Dabali to the Cannabis Hangout. Thanks guys for having me. Hey, Thanks Amir. so much. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here with us. So before we get started, just so everyone knows, where are you calling in from today? Uh, Naples, Florida. Okay. Sunny Naples, Florida. Very cool. Lovely. So let's dive into the good stuff now. When and where was the first time that you consumed cannabis? Like, where did your journey begin? Oh, my goodness. We are going back that far, are we? <laughs> we have to. We got to take it back to the first time. Um, oh, my goodness. To be honest with you guys, I was super, super young. Uh, real, real young. How young is that? I don't that? know if... Uh, 13 actually I feel like that's about like for a lot of like people I feel like that's about 13 to 15 is about the general age that we get Mm -hmm. yeah you know what and it's almost like something I'm like uh something because you know back then especially too oh my I'm I'm 33 years old by the way so when I was 13 about 20 years ago which would be oh my you know 2002 around so around that time too it wasn't so necessarily acceptable you know being legal in some areas and recreational in other areas. So it's kind of like, whoa, starting smoking pot at, at, at a young age. Oh, he's on like the gateway drug, you know, route. So it's like, oh my goodness, I yeah. hope that's not what's thought of me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's, I mean, I feel like that's kind of what everyone, even now getting into right, it, I feel like right. that's kind of what everyone, the, the first thought that's just drilled, like kind of not drilled into people's head, but that crosses people's head is like, oh, wait. Before you dive in, and I then think you're like so too. Toe in, toe out situation. I think so too. Definitely some like skepticism there. Like there is some kind of thought process that has to stem from there a little bit. I don't know. Absolutely. So, what was it like when you consumed? Do you remember what you smoked? Do you remember where you were? Oh my goodness, <laughs> I do. Uh, it was like going over a friend's house, and we were walking in the middle of the street. I think it was after like 10 p.m., 11. It was you know, pretty, pretty late at night. Uh, we were in the middle of the street walking and a couple older buddies of mine was just pulled out a pipe. And I remember immediately being like, all right, is this going to be the first time that this is happening? <laughs> I was always interested, always was, but it was just, you know, a matter of, am I going to be comfortable with this being my first time? Or when is the first time going to arise for that matter? Yes. And, uh, before you knew it, we're walking down the street. My buddy, John, oh my goodness, dude, I remember his name. 
wonder, wonder if he's well. <laughs> shout out to John <laughs> if he's ever out there listening. Yeah, shout out to jo- Johnny Swain. Shout out to Johnny Swain, bro. Hope you're well, man. Really do. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. So, so my boy Swain, my boy Swain pulls out like I guess it's like a, a chillum. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, that's what it's considered, like a chillum of some kind. But it was like. Not one of the dope glass ones that, like, my goodness, you spent so much money on. Nothing heady. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's use that terminology. <laughs> so, uh, nothing heady at all. Um, yeah, so packed up. I think he was even, like, from... So so I grew up in New York. I okay. grew up in uh, uh, New York. So uh, it was from, like, B.C., Canada. I don't know, Hydro, hydro Bud. Okay, so, wow. So you even knew what it was back then. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, that's really cool. Oh, my goodness. And uh, oh, even back then, even the kind of dudes that I guess they would even be considered heady boys if that was even a thing back then. He <laughs> said, uh, he pulls up at this, I guess this place, there's something that he pulled out from a gas stop at a gas station, pulled out this like bullet one hitter chillin' type deal. So he packed in some hydroponics and he obviously had taken the first hit and I remember he gets down to me or up, me being up next in line. Like, my goodness, like at lunch at the cafeteria line, right when you're about to see the lunch lady, like, what are you going to have? Like, you know, <laughs> right on the spot. So I got, I get this, um, chill and I was like, all right, take a hit, right? Took like a decent, decent, decent hit out of it. I remember filling my lungs, like even like holding it. I remember that being like one of the rules, like when you were like, yeah. like dude, you gotta hold it in. Yeah. I want that oxygen, like that's the only way you get high, dude. Like otherwise, come on. Like, oh I'm like, I'm not gonna be that guy. So uh, I remember holding it in and like, yeah, exhaling like a decent clown. Everybody's like, yeah, bro, there it is. It's like, it's a natural, like this and that. And I remember, of course, being around all the older homies, like, all right, that felt good. Hell yeah. And, and then immediately, you know, like a lot of people that miss whatever urban legend, like, like, no, you don't get high your first time, bro. No, dude. No, no, no. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> felt, oh, my goodness. Like, right? I had an instantaneous connection. Oh, my goodness. I was like, listen, I don't care where we're even walking to at this point. You know what I mean? Let's just keep walking. Right. We've got something chill to talk about. <laughs> you know, it was just right then and there. I was like, this is me. This is me. This is me. Yeah. And then, uh, oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> saying it the least. And then, you know, of course, like, uh, my, so I'm of Turkish descent. So my parents, like, came to America. They're old school. You know, of course, like, my father had experimented of his time coming to New York and such. But it always was viewed by them, old school parents of mine, old school Turkish parents of mine, as mm-hmm. not, like, a good thing to indulge in. Not, yes. like, a good escape, not for relaxation, you know, um, uh, medicinal purposes. It wasn't viewed by my parents as... The, as it, as many view it and what it is happened in fact to be today so so it was kind of tough you know what I mean transitioning my folks into being like no guys listen I'm I have a real deep bonded connection with this right here you know you guys have to understand so it wasn't like how it is nowadays you know of where my goodness, you know, you could walk into a dispensary or you can find education online for that matter, you know, where right. not as much information was at your fingertips as just going to your laptop or going into your phone. 
So that was a little different, but that was my first time. That was my first time. Sorry for that large uh, rant. You guys really brought me back. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we lived it with you. Brain and I have just been sitting here smiling from ear to ear, just listening to your story, indulging with you. I'm I'm glad I was able to give somewhat of a description. I was going to be like, oh, you're going to butcher this, dude, but here it goes. No, you nailed it. (laughs) You did great. Great So if you could only consume cannabis one way for the rest of your life, what would be your go-to method of consumption be? Oh my goodness, guys. So I'm, I, I feel like I kind of spoiled myself now. I'm like a real, real big hash rosin snob. Same. Uh, You're talking to two of, uh, yes, yes, we understand. Real, 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 real big. I like take pride of just, my goodness, everybody, what's in my refrigerator is just strain after strain of different collections. Wow. I love uh, that. Yeah, I, uh, it, it was it was fantastic because this past weekend in Miami was Art Basel. I don't know if you if you yes. guys are familiar. Yes. So it was awesome. So everybody came, and of course there was like great, great, heady, fantastic, very upscale glass shows like the Min's Pipe Show that I'm maybe you guys have heard of. Uh, but that was held in Miami, which is like a Minnesota pipe show, I guess, of like a lot of really high the midwestern glass blowers okay. that kind of come that came down to miami so just even at this uh event you know and everybody's really really you know like, there's beautiful glass everywhere but you know there's some people that are like yeah but buddy look check this out this small batch hash that my buddy washed and i got this from here and there and you know the whole other conversation where it's like wow like it, it, it's almost like you're speaking amongst like the wine connoisseurs, you know, of, of walking through like a vineyard with all these like great dudes and great girls are just real interested. Okay, glass is one thing, high end glass. Okay, yes, that's fantastic. Yes. You know, but then once we started talking about, all right, you know, exactly, you know, like what's your go to? What do you like? You know, and everybody's obviously more of the high end prefers the hash rosin, and then the conversations from there, where everybody comes from and their affiliation and, and, and potentially in the industry making the hash rods. And so it was just great. I don't exactly know where I was going with this conversation. No, I have so, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but this weekend I'm saying like being around so many folks from different parts of the nation that were just at this show, uh, Art Basel being very, very close to us, you know, mm-hmm. not too far. So, so seeing all these folks from all around the nation and just talking about, you know, their favorite hash and where, where it comes from and, their affiliation of making it or, or, yeah, it was great. It really was. So speaking of that, so you're calling us from Florida. What's the cannabis market like over there? Is it legal, recreational, medicinal, and like how long has it been legalized? 
It's been medicinal. Like I have my medical card. Many okay. of us do here. Many of the folks do here. Uh, I. It's a very interesting market here. It really, really is. I'm not really someone to speak so in depth about it, but okay. from my experience of about it uh, of the market is, um, you know, it's very, it's very, very new. Uh, there's a lot of companies that, from what we hear, there isn't many third third laboratorial parties that, uh, for example, when all the for all the products get sent to and mm-hmm. passes all the for testing, and yeah, such. Mm-hmm. yes, exactly. There you go. And and being that there isn't many of those, there's a lot of gray areas within the market that okay. that pass and they're okay to be on the shelves that I wouldn't personally consume, nor would I want loved ones of mine to consume. Yeah. yeah. So, or, or anybody to consume for that matter. That's a very selfish thing for me to say. Just no, anybody I feel to you. <laughs> I don't know. It's very new. Hopefully. Yeah. But they are trying. They I are growing. F- I know? feel like that's how it was in Oklahoma, truly. When we started, I feel like there was... I mean, testing wasn't a huge thing. It was, it was super loose, but like labs didn't become mandatory until like, I would say after about uh, half or the first, almost, almost fully the first year. And then that's when we like, they became mandatory. We had to put them into all of our stuff, but um, you guys will get there. I feel like it just takes a little bit of time for everyone to figure out what's happening and, you know, the lawmakers to do their thing and group through it. Yeah. So do you guys have like a lot of dispensaries in Florida? How much like does a general eighth of flour or in your case, hash rosin cost you guys over there? Uh, wow. You know what? It's actually pretty expensive. Uh, there isn't many companies within Florida that offer hash rosin. Okay. Uh, one that I particularly go to and prefer uh, is, a, is, a, is a dispensary called One Plant. And uh, they offer some pretty good hash rosin from from their bubble hash to to uh, to, to, to even some full melt. So it's uh, it's pretty it's great seeing them put that out for Florida. And then, and then there's some other companies that are really trying to like you know have a dog in the race. Mm-hmm. You know, trying getting their getting their act together. Nothing to hate on. You know, yeah. a lot of people that a lot of people have been seeing that lately. And and. Okay, I understand. It's pricey, and you know you may go home and you're not happy with with such. But you know the companies are certainly trying. They yes. really, really are. And a lot of people fail to kind of realize what goes on behind the scenes. They look at it just like walking into like a. They take advantage of like the Seven Eleven aspect of it of just walking in and be like, "Hey, how are you? What can I help you with?" Okay, so and so and so and so, and then you walk out. But then like what happens behind the scenes and, and the, the, of, you know, I don't want to say fighting with the state, but more so cooperating with the state, you know, or, or abiding by the state and, and, you know, by their regulations and, and abiding by what they have to set, set in store for each dispensary. So a lot of the consumers don't really look at that. I, uh, I, I know a little bit just from talking to some of my friends in the industry that work here and they're just like, dude, it's a little bit backwards, but we do what we can every day. It's getting better. Yeah. Some yeah. people bear with us. Some people don't. That is what it is. Yeah. Do you guys cap it at a hundred milligrams there? Like how does that go with dosing in regards uh, to edibles? No, actually, oh, you know what? A lot of, a lot of places don't really offer edibles actually. Really? Like, two or three. Yeah. Um, 
they there's a lot of like topicals I see and a lot of like RSO syringes and, and, and such like that. But I also feel like it's such also a, a new market for some so many folks that they don't wanna being that, um, you know, oh my goodness, if you know, you like you let a child eat too many cookies, you know, so so I I feel like uh it's too still even soon of uh, a market even for a physician to talk to a patient and be like, Hey, look, you know, I don't know if you ever uh, experimented with edibles on your own and like a recreational setting, you know, like <laughs> at like a concert or something <laughs> when somebody passed you a brownie, but, you know, it's a little bit different, <laughs> yeah. but you know, so it's like, you know, that, that conversation is a little bit, um, how do you have that? You know? So, yeah. I mean, obviously it's regulated, um, you know, I don't want to put it to, I think it is like 100 milligrams. You're right. I think it is 100 milligrams, but it's just not available everywhere. It, 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 it truly isn't. That's crazy because when I compare what you're saying and how new you guys are to like thinking about when like I first entered the dispensary and I was even six months like after it became legalized, there was so much on the market. There was like not enough, but almost so much on the market already within the first six months. It's like, People were just twiddling their thumbs waiting for it to be legalized so everyone could just flip the switch and be cannabis legal and then, like, just start rolling out products. See, that's so crazy. I feel as though there's a lot of Midwesterners and people out west and, you know, the California, Oregon, Washington areas that are kind of waiting for their time to throw their hat in the ring or for, like, the, for the, to strike when the iron's hot, hot I mm-hmm. feel. Absolutely. I, I like, yes, absolutely. Florida is... Like I read in high times all the time. Like, like everybody is waiting for Florida. To, I mean, everybody's moving here by the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. As far as real estate, I mean, it, it's been a free for all. Like, COVID has never happened in some places in Florida. Like, there's some places that never even uh, made you wear a mask. Like, yeah, and, yeah, you know, it's a it's different world. Crazy. We're from Oklahoma, so we understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you guys can understand exactly. Yeah, so what? Uh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please. I was going to say, so with that, what's the cannabis culture like in Florida? Like, I know we have, even within, like, our main city, Oklahoma City, and then our other main city, Tulsa, like, our cultures between the cities are so different. So what's that like for you guys over there? Are y'all open about consumption? Do you guys have cannabis events? Is that even allowed? See, exactly. Um, it kind of differs by counties. There's some counties that are much more, very, very lenient as opposed to others. Uh, Miami, for example, which falls in Dade County, mm-hmm. there's events held there all the time in Wynwood, which maybe you guys have heard of. It's kind of getting a little bit more and more popular uh, by the events for having others come and post and you know have a booth and such but it's still kind of hush hush to be honest with you it truly is like on private properties and such it does go down um excuse me but in other counties it it's still i mean you know from its decriminalization it's 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 still they're still kind of strict with, yeah. it, with it being decriminalized as mm-hmm. it is if that makes any sense yeah no absolutely that does i it i Figured that Miami would be a more popular one just because Miami, I feel like, is its own, like, cultural city. city it's, like, its like, own, like, life. Right. Yeah, and so that, totally. that that makes total sense. So what was it like being in Art Basel and being, like, 
I've always wanted to go. It's on my bucket list. But like being submerged in that and then having cannabis thrown in the mix, like I feel like that would just like heighten all the art, the experience, the conversations, the connections. Like what was that like for you and was it your first time to go? You know what? You said it, right? It, it just heightened the experience. It integrated the experience so well. You know, everybody, of course, there's great artists from, from, from my goodness, from all walks of life, from whatever craft, whatever art has to offer. Uh, and from uh, graffiti artists, like on some easels on the street, mm-hmm. to some, uh, you know, glass artists that are performing on, you know, oh my goodness, everything, from anything you can name, from A to Z. And yes, there's people outside, you know, totally, totally cool, playing some music, rolling some joints, passing around some puff codes. Uh, That's you know, Not necessarily some. Yeah, it was awesome, nice. you know, walking around the street. And what's awesome too like the the law enforcement there too like they know they're they're cool with everything it's it's such a busy area that they're just kind of like um you know like yeah do your own thing but don't really stay out in like the street well it's like like, i uh, feel like it's like in new york it's so busy that i feel like the officers have to choose their battles and like cannabis is not a battle like not at you all. So they're like, you know exactly. what? Do your That's thing. Like, please just it. be safe. Yeah, Don't be doing right, anything right. stupid. But like, if you're smoking cannabis, you're not rowdy. You're usually just chilling, minding your own business, being quiet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and that's so funny that you said New York too, because I actually haven't been back there since the legalization there, and it's so mind blowing to me that uh, there's one per- there's one account that I follow that I became friends with, where he actually, you guys may even know what I'm talking about. He sets up his glass in some areas throughout the city and he records himself in front of like some monumental buildings. And it's actually very, very chill because he writes like an educational post regarding the setting he's taking a bomb rip from, for example. That's it's cool. Really what are you talking cool. about? It's super, his name is Pea Shooter. Pea Shooter. P E A or P E E? P E E. P-E-A, P-Shooter. Definitely, definitely look him up. Awesome, awesome content. Awesome, awesome guy who runs cool. the account. Super chill. Cool. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. shout out to P-Shooter. Shout out to P-Shooter. Heck yeah. this <laughs> post, man. So let's yeah, flip the content. script a little. Um, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, so Dab Hollers, uh, so we're Turkish, as stated a little bit before. Uh, in our interview podcast, um, and our dad mats kind of replicate the Turkish prayer rug, you know, which everybody knows is like as the Persian rug, Moroccan mm-hmm. rug. So Tur- Turkish rugs is its own style of that kind of similarity of that Middle Eastern cultural influence of prayer prayer rugs. So you know, we always thought like, hey, like. How about a size of like, you know, because we always see these dad mats and they're always kind of like mouse pads or recycled, upcycled, I don't know. Yes. Foams <laughs> and such. So I was like, why can't we just do something that's a little bit more aesthetic, but that works? Mm-hmm. So we took this route and uh, we started this. Co- I started this company along with my ex-girlfriend at the time, the beginning of this year, late January. So we've only been actually rolling for like about 11 months now. Wow. That's nice. cool. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people don't, a lot of people like so how many years have you guys been uh, running this company or, and that's another thing too. Uh, I've been taking a lot of marketing classes throughout this year 
And I try to pitch to uh, those that were a team. I just, I'm just a one man show kind of running this um, dad mat company, uh, just kind of always pitching we, 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 giving people a feeling of support and like a virtual pat on the back of being a part of a team and being accepted and just always knowing that they can turn to a platform that I open my virtual door up, open uh, up to everybody. That's, that's what I really tried to go for. That's really cool. I feel like that's a good perspective, especially because cannabis is so community that the fact that you you're a single man, but you did we, I mean, the people that are purchasing your product are doing it, I feel like, with you in mind. So it's like, I don't know, it's just community, it's connecting, and I feel like it's inclusive. So that's really... Very full circle. Vibes. Yeah, it's really cool that you do that. It's very mindful. Uh, 100%. And a- another influence that I'd like to give a shout out to of how they run their account very similarly <clears throat> would be uh, Invest in Hedies. They uh, really, really do run their account so positively too, and it became so influential before even this, uh, before we even launched our company, and that really did brush off onto me. I was going to say us, but yeah, us, we, yeah, us, the team, yeah. yeah. So um, it's pretty cool that you. So you do you guys import the rugs from Turkey then? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so. I remember going to Turkey for my first time in 2019, and it was unreal. I didn't get to experience nearly as much as I wanted because I was with two elderly parents. But it was, I mean, it was unreal. Like, the food was amazing. The culture was amazing. There was just, it, there was just so much beauty there. Do you That's guys awesome. have family that make the rugs there? Like, how does that work on y'all's end and the process of the creation? They're family friends of ours, yes. Very uh, close family friends of ours. They work, they're within the Grand Bazaar, which is a couple of Charsha. Yes, I know know exactly where that is, yeah. Yeah, it's a shop right into there. Wow. uh, Yep, I'm I'm hoping to, uh, excuse me, and uh, we just had like Turkish pummel, like, I'm like Turkish cotton baby onesies just yeah. came to us. Cool. And we, just, we had some dab hula uh, baby onesies just made because a lot of our friends are having babies lately. That's, and, that's uh, so dope. <laughs> we, we, we want to like, I'm like, all right, you know, like you're going to take holiday pictures like with your babies and stuff. Like I'm, and every people, people are kind of like weird. They're like, no, I don't want my baby's face. And okay, that's cool. That's fine. But, we can blank it out or whatever, but I just want to get some pictures of babies and like wearing some dab holy And a lot of my friends are about it. They're like, oh, dude, are you kidding me? I'm like, ready to have another baby because of this. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have a really cool experience or like a moment that stands out to you since starting this company and just being in the cannabis scene? Um, uh, a really, really cool experience. Oh my God, every day is a great experience is running the company. I really just truly just love what I do and connecting with all the people every day and repost, repost. It's just all love, man. But, yeah. uh, it's really, like a, a, it's really sorry, cool to see. Down. No, I was going to say, it's really cool to see people like have like post stuff about like, like we just got our yearly Spotify rap and like a lot of p- people tagged us and like, our most listened podcast, which was so special mm-hmm. for us. Like that fills our cup. So I can only imagine what it feels like yeah. seeing people use your product and like in their everyday life and like 
They're so grateful. I mean, we we got to use your um, rugs at a friend's house, and Brandon and I. It, it was just the cushion, and the it was just a vibe, and it kept the rig so secure, yes. and I didn't feel like I was going to knock it over. Like there was just a lot of mental that went into it as I like was observing it. So that was really cool. I oh, appreciate that. Appreciate. It. Oh my god, I stumbled. Uh, on the video that you guys made, this really, really chill video that yes. you guys made. Yes. And I was like, I, I, was like, I, oh, I, I don't know if I can curse. Yeah, you absolutely can. I was like, I fucking love this fucking video. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I was like, I reached out to you guys. And then not even that, I think even because you guys, thank you guys so much, a lot of Oklahoma, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just a lot of attention from Oklahoma started pouring in. Oh, right. cool. Yeah, well, we're happy to share guys. the love. Of course. It's so cool to see, like, what you're doing and that you are Turkish and you're implementing your culture in with the cannabis culture. And I'm an immigrant. I'm from Pakistan. So I always love to see how other people can incorporate their cultures with cannabis, right? you know, and, like, how they can really, like, spread the love everywhere. Right. Totally agree with you on Oh, oh uh, a wow moment. Okay, ready? It just hit me. And it actually got me really nervous at first, but it ended up being such a great moment. Uh, I hand write letters to each one of my customers. Any order you put in from my website, you will get a handwritten letter from me. I will continue to do that until I'm too big enough to not do it anymore. I mean, that freaking makes sense. Yeah. But, so I reached some some gentleman had put in an order with me i think he was from montana somewhere in montana that's cool and i, I love montana them, <laughs> i wrote I, I, I never i never have been i really really hope to big sky it's amazing it. oh my gosh i cannot I say really, enough really things. Hope so this absolutely absolutely sweet couple i wrote a hand letter to them uh saying to thank thanking them and wishing them a happy healthy year the next, I mean, not the next morning, I guess. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hello? Hey, that was weird. I don't know what happened. That's okay. That might have been my fault. You're oh, good. Keep going. The next. I don't know. <laughs> the next uh, yeah, something. When, when, when the... When the devil got delivered to the couple in Montana, I woke up to a bunch of Instagram calls. My heart was beating out of my chest. I don't normally, my, my, my parents, my family knows, like, don't call me a hundred times over <laughs> back to back to back. Like, seriously, it really has to be somebody on, like, oh my God, knock on wood. I, don't even, I didn't even want to say what I was about to say. So it has to be something really, really serious, okay? And anyways... Okay, so I wake up, my heart's getting out of my chest. I'm like, hello? And she's like, Dad, hello, sir, excuse me. I'm like, oh, my God, yes, hello, good morning, good morning, good morning. And she's like, she, I see the note now, finally, in her hands, and she's in tears. She's in tears. I was so emotionally touched by this woman, I cannot even tell you guys. She's like, we live up in the mountains. I lost my job. My husband lost her job. The only, the only contact we have with people is through Zoom and through FaceTime. We don't have many friends up here. Holy, I'm getting emotional. I remember her like this was connected, you know, moments ago. Yeah. And she's like, I can't tell you what this note did to us. She's like, it put us both in tears. She's like, we were out of our jobs. You know, my husband did get COVID. She's like, we have two daughters. Oh my goodness. It was, she was in tears. She was so happy that I wrote her this letter. 
She's like, nobody, who does this? People don't. And company who goes, yeah. People don't and do like, that. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, no, it really, really touched me. I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, I thought you were calling me with bad news. I was like, Shh, I didn't know what to say. I didn't even want to answer. I didn't. I didn't even want to answer. Yeah. That's so cool yeah. that you, I mean, it's the little things. And Brian and I say this all the time. Like, it's not the big things. Like, it's the little attention to details that the love that you pour back into the people that support you through your journey. And, like, how can you do that? You know, as a business owner, they're they're getting something from you. But what can you do in return? And, like, little things like that are the little gestures in return that that we can do yes. just as humans. And I think that that's beautiful. I love to hear stuff like that. So that's wonderful. Yeah, thanks for sharing. It, oh, absolutely, absolutely. It, 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 it felt it felt amazing. It really, really did. And then, and then things like that are just so much flame to your fire. You know what I mean? It, yeah. You're it, it, you're a locomotive that's like, dude, where the hell are we going next? All I know is I'm not stopping. You know, you want to continue to yeah, grow. You want hustle. to continue to reach these kind of people. It's it's like my goodness. Yeah, it's, that's it's awesome. The most though. rewarding thing in the world. It's growth. So, obviously, does your family know, like, what you do and, like, how, how do they view cannabis? And, like, are you guys open about consumption? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now they, yeah, now they're completely, you know, they see my, my lifestyle and my work ethic and what I've built. And, and um, I live a very, very healthy, positive lifestyle. Uh, and I consume, oh, my goodness, so much hash rods and <laughs> <laughs> Like two grams a day, and like, yeah, like ridiculous. ridiculous. Wow. Okay. So we know who to hit yeah. up when we come to Florida. We know who you know when you come to Florida. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I guess I'm that guy. One of the guys. One of my buddies. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love it. We, we always like to have a Professor Clump buffet of hash rosin on hand for sure. Wow. I love to hear that. That is my favorite. <laughs> So do yeah. you and your family consume together? Uh, my mother does not. Uh, my father, oh my God, you guys want to hear a really interesting story? Sure, oh, tell God. us. So a few years ago, this is my father's introduction to seeing a torch and dads and oh my goodness. So I had also introduced my father to Breaking Bad at the time. He was freaking watching the show, oh, not no. knowing that <laughs> cannabis is consumed the way that it is through vaporization, through fucking nails, nectar collectors, this, that, the other, etc. So this dude thought I was like smoking meth. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I lived, I moved, I lived in Europe for five years. And I moved back from Europe a few <laughs> years ago. And I had moved to a town a few hours away from my parents. And, you know, you would go visit them and they're like, come, come stay the weekend at my house. And I'm like, all right, yeah, cool, of course, whatever. Bring like pelicans and shit. <laughs> and then yeah so like it's like we all like ate dinner or some shit together and, and they have a garage and it's like nice you know what I mean you know, it's not like a fucking gross hoarded out setup it's like mm-hmm. a nice spacious comfortable garage so I like set my shit down up in there I think I even had a temp deck at the time it's a, like a way way old one and so I'm like you know doing my thing torching like this, like 
the nail at the time. I don't even know what it was. I don't remember. But and then the door swings open. I kind of like look over and I don't even like think much of it because I don't know this guy's like thinking I'm freaking doing some Jesse Pinkman shit in the garage, like smoking crystal meth. <laughs> So I'm like, uh, and he goes, he's like, what's that? He's like, what are you doing there? He's like, I'm ready to put me through the wall. He was ready to put me through the wall. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. I was like, look, I was like, it's, 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 it's cannabis. He's like, no, it's not. He's like, I'm watching that fucking show right now. He's like, no, it's not. And I was like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, he's like, I know what that is. I was like, oh my goodness, are you fucking crazy? I was like, look at my teeth. And I was like, look at me. I was like, are you crazy? You and, uh, uh, oh shit. No, and finally the guy calmed down and he's like, why do you keep staring? You know, why do you keep looking at that thing? And I was like, well, once it hits the optimum temperature, you drop in your concentrate and, ex- and it extracts and you get the optimum uh, cannabinoids through your, you know, your, your, your vaporized dabs. And he's looking at me, and my dad's, like, such, like, a curious George when it comes to this shit. <laughs> he's looking at me, like, scratching his chin. He's like, all right, I want one. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, guys. Like, <laughs> whoa, block like, so like, Yeah, I was like, hold on, Heisenberg. Like, you're as if I can put me through this wall right here. Second ago. And he's like, no, 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 no. No, it's like, I smell it now. It is weed. I was like, so that made you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you're getting a cold start because... Nobody's dying tonight. Yes. Cold starts are important. <laughs> Next time you see oh him. Oh my goodness. I would ask him the stories of when he would go visit like Turkey and they would go up like in the northern mountains. I'm like, yo, dude, I want to hear about like the true hush hushy stories. Yeah, know? but and, like, he has so many. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And he's like, oh my goodness, I don't remember them. He's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> it's probably too high to remember them. <laughs> Or he's just doesn't want me to like. You know, he's gonna like tell me it's five next week. I'm on like a flight out there. He doesn't want that either. Yeah, <laughs> probably, probably that second one for sure. Yeah, for real. Oh. End up in Netflix documentary. <laughs> That's a hilarious story. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Oh my goodness, how many of them do I have? So, so with that being said, do you guys have anything like in the works that's brewing for this upcoming year? Like can people look forward to anything new from y'all? Okay, yes. Ready? Ready. Ready. You guys are hearing it first. Woo! Um, we have we have black fringes that are hopefully going to be here, I guess after Christmas time. But the that the black fringe mats that are coming in. Ooh. They're ha- they're different styles. Like it's going to be a serious, serious limited drop. And one of my buddies, who's kind of just opened up his art gallery, I'm going to give him them and make an announcement because I want to give him a lot of positive exposure and growth. And hopefully, excuse me, I want to give him a lot of positive exposure to hopefully he grows with that outlet of, of me allowing him to have this limited. Yeah. Uh, power drop. So, yeah, he's my boy. So I have to take care of him. That's dope. I'm looking yeah. at the white ones right now, the white and the gold. And it's crazy how, like, the fringe really does make a really big difference in the, like, the look of the mat. So that's super cool and exciting. Yeah. And, and, and not even that, this past weekend. So this past weekend, people, are, people have pointed out to us that they're UV reactive. 
Oh, that's cool. Good to know. I have no idea. Yeah, good to yeah, know. That's know. a cool feature you can throw in there. People love, I love I UV like, light stuff. Right? <laughs> I was like, I uh, didn't know this. <laughs> so yeah, when the black fringes come out, I'm going to throw them to my real good buddy and my other buddy who has a shop. So hopefully they, yeah, they nice. do well with them. And then, and then a lot of people... I don't want to promise this yet. Uh, it will be in production. I don't. I don't have an idea or timeline when. A lot of people are asking me for circular samples, like put their bonds onto a rectangle shape. And then many of them are like sending me like custom sizes. Like, dude, this is the size of my table. Can you make this? Like, no, Jesus, guy, I'm not like running like a factory. <laughs> you know, like, custom sizes. <laughs> you know, like. And then uh, he's like, yeah, it's like, can you combine style six, seven, eight, nine into one mat? I was like, whoa, guy. I was like, what? yeah, like, we're trying. It's really serious. And then like a lot of big Lebowski, like rugs and styles like that. A lot of people, I don't know. Wow. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to work with some artists. Some, like I met a lot especially this past weekend I met so many chill fucking artists oh my god so many fucking chill people and I would really ideally like to be like dude let me give you all these styles of mats make some kind of rigs go nuts make some bowls shit some bonds whatever the fuck you want to make dude and go nuts and let's do like a limited collab where the mat and so and so is paired together with this rig and it's one of one type deal. That would be dope. You know what I'm saying? Nobody yeah. else fucking has it. Oh yeah. Right? If we have any glass blowers listening, hit up our boy Amir. Yeah. He's right. looking. Jeez. He's in the market. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. I'm real I mean, I'm not the easiest guy to work with, but I'm pretty chill. We'll make it happen. <laughs> so we will. Oh, that's awesome. So Amir, we like to ask everyone this question, but what is the stigma revolving cannabis that you would like to see changed? Oh my goodness. You know what? Uh, I, I sometimes would go around, like my father is like a part of this like cigar club and it's like these really stuck up older gentlemen that just, you know, have these real old school heads that just like, you know, no, can't teach an old dog new tricks type mentality. It's so super narrow minded. Like they'll, they'll know what I do you know, and in my involvement in the industry and, and I make it a point to be like, all right, um, you know, retired Joe, retired Johnny, retired Mike, like all these guys who, you know what I'm saying, are down here that you can't, that are older guys that always felt like cannabis is always just wrong. Just a few people in general that are in my mind, but I know, but them in particular, mm-hmm. as far as the stigma, like it's really, really hard to, you know, Get a, get across to these to these old um, old souls that are su- that are so stuck on it uh, viewing it as such a negative thing uh, as opposed to like um, now it being like really changing people's lives and being acceptable and medicinally used like oh my goodness I had a friend that had a, a son that suffered from seizures until he started using CBD and it's just almost a shame that push needs to come to shove for certain incidents and certain stories like that to happen for older gentlemen and such to, to, to come around and support it. Like, you know, I, I have to tell stories like that to, to certain uh, friends of my father's 
as opposed to like them just saying like, oh, well, yeah, it's recreational right now, war on drugs and this and that. Like, dude, come on, please. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not so black and white. But I, I, again, I forgot I'm running around in circles, totally left field with this <laughs> conversation that I'm running with. Uh, <laughs> but I guess it's just, I guess I would want to say, like, for the older folks to now do a little bit more research. You know, it's not like they don't have an iPhone that's font size 24 that they're mm-hmm. looking yeah. into every Yeah, second. educate you know yourself. I mean? like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, but you know everything the fuck else. Yeah, so right. Why don't you know a little bit about cannabis, you know? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. And that's real. That's it real. Is. The more you know. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, that's all I would say. I mean, and, 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 and no shame to them. Again, you know what I mean? Uh, totally. And there's no shame to, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You know, it's, it's, uh, I have, uh, an, a, another really interesting story. A friend of mine, oh my goodness, God, uh, God rest his soul. His father had passed away and he was, Oh, again, oh my goodness, he was like the father that was like flushing down pounds, excuse me, pounds, like ounces of flour down the, down the toilets and shit like that, Man. like, and he was dying, and, and the, and, uh, the physician or, or the doctor, they did told him, like, look, you know, you can turn to cannabis, it's going to help your pain an immense amount, and he would turn it down, he's like, no, I'm not gonna go out like a, like a druggie or whatever, I don't know the word, the, the, the what he had said exactly, but it was just like, yo, come on, dude. Yeah. Come on. It's a stigma. Right. A stigma. Yeah. 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 Man, well, I think this wraps up today's episode, guys. You guys can go, go check out the Dab Ali on Instagram. It's the D-A-B-H-A-L-I and dabali.com to see their dope dab mats. They're also known as Rig Rugs, and you can give them a follow. Amir, thank you so much for sharing your story and oh your God. passions with us. Thank you guys so much. I had so much fun. I really, really did. This is a good hangout. The cannabis hangout. Yes, we literally hung out. (laughs) Yes. We 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 did. Thank you for for hanging with us. Seriously, it was a pleasure. It truly was, guys. It truly, truly was. Thank you. You guys have a great, great day. You too. Take it easy, Amir. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And as always, um, stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season 1 of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.